infinite amount of power in the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, darkness must flee. At the name of Jesus, demons tremble. At the name of Jesus, every trial, every tribulation, every distress is in no comparison to that great name. Jesus. 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 we're going to make for the, this ending of November 21st will be our midweek service that is going to be Tuesday evening so mark that into your calendars the 22nd there will be no service and then the 23rd will be Thanksgiving so uh, enjoy that with loved ones it doesn't even necessarily have to be family I know sometimes holidays can be difficult for families gather with people who love you who want to inspire you, want to lift you up. Just spend that, that day in Thanksgiving with. If you don't have anyone, spend it with God. I promise you he would love to spend it with you. And then on the 26th, your mission pledge deadline is that day. So make sure to get that turned in if you have not already. December events. The third, we will have Reverend Tim and Adina Pedigo preaching and singing that morning service. And in the PM service that night will be a church Christmas party in the Family Life Center. Sign up sheet for that is in the foyer. And then the 10th, we'll have Reverend Jonathan and Melissa Hudson ministering in both services that day. So you are, you are not going to want to miss that. At this time, if we could please have our ushers come to take the tithe and the offering. constantly in amazement and I'm just astounded by your work that you are continuing to do daily in each and every one of our lives God God I am exceedingly and abundantly grateful for everything that you've done for us everything that you're working on us right now and everything that you're going to do in us Lord I ask God that your will would be done in my life and in every one of these people's lives, God. And in our community, Jesus. And in our country, Jesus. And in our world, Jesus. We pray that your will would be done, God. As it is in heaven, be in our earth. God, we thank you for everything. We pray that you would bless this offering, bless the givers, bless those that aren't able to give. In your great name, amen.
of how to overcome every adversarial defeating spirit that would try to divide your home, your head, your heart in any way. We want us to pray right now for Mark and Krista Garza, minister and his wife, pastor and his wife, whose daughter passed away at 21 years of age. I want us to pray for them wonderful people that have been a part of our life for so long and I want us to pray that God would let them experience the strength of the body of Christ if you would right now let's pray for brother and sister Garza and their family Father we bring the blood of the Lamb we bring the word of testimony we bring the authority of the name of Jesus that conquered death, hell, and the grave. We bring the power.
power of the Holy Ghost to front and center for this family, for the future of our church. In the name of Jesus, we praise you because you hear our voice tonight. Let's praise him for allowing our lives to integrate with him. as you're seated I do want us to clap our hands to those wonderful praise singers who work hard and live to help us if you had any real idea of God's plan for your life now and for the upcoming days of darkness you would be so excited that Six Flags and all the other things that pull on us would have a limited strength to call us to veer away from any appointment with God. Prayer is a daily diet that can keep us furnished with the auxiliary and the provisional power that is available. Prayer, praise, bring his literal presence into your mind, your heart, and your hands, and your daily thought patterns. It is without a question. He is omniscient, omnipresent, and capable of delivering the worst of sinners and healing the worst of diseases. It is appointed unto man once to die, and God has used those venues to take people on to their eternal reward. But in the meantime, he is the healer. He is the deliverer, and he is the peace that passes understanding. And he is not against you. When there's a lying spirit tells you that God don't love you, you just know that the devil got through to you because he died for you. He's coming back for you. Gonna be disappointed if you're not ready. He ever liveth to make intercession today with your future. And so don't let the enemy lie to you that you're not worthy, you're not valuable, that you are not glorious. You look just like the master. And he likes that. So tonight, I have about 15 pages that I'd like to preach about Jesus Christ. But I'm only going to preach about two or three of these, and then I'm going to scan them and narrow that down. Because I know some of you want to go to sleep before midnight. The Bible said at midnight the cry came. But I don't plan to preach till the cry gets here. I believe the crowd's here, and I believe the crying is here, and God loves it when you tear up with the passion of his love. 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, one of my very favorite chapters in the Bible. I will read from starting at the 45th verse. So it is written... The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam, 
was made a quickening spirit. And of course, you know, that's Christ. Verse, verse 46, how be it, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And verse 49, and as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. I would like to at least educate us and bring thoughts together before I move further into the ministry tonight. I want us to understand that the first man, Adam, was of the earth earthy, and he sinned. And that's why all were born in sin and shapen in iniquity. But the second man that was born was that out of the womb of Mary, and we call it Christmas time, and that was the image of the heavenly. Ladies and gentlemen, being born again is a whole lot more than becoming Pentecostal. Being born again is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Being born again is to have a name that's above every name. And the credibility of praying becomes a, a powerful thing when you kneel before the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and the word of Jesus and you say to the Lord Jesus thank you for making me and thank you for giving me an opportunity to become you in spirit and in truth. Thank you for giving me the privilege to rise up out of darkness and to walk in your marvelous light. Thank you, God, for the hope that lieth within me. No weapon formed against me can prosper, and I am understanding greater every day that the enemy would love to take us out of the kingdom, but we are not going to give in to the things of this earth. We are going to look up, for our Redeemer is coming down, and our redemption draweth nigh and our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. We are no longer a citizen of sin. We are a citizen of the redeemed of the Lord and because of that we shout and we dance and we praise your name with a loud voice because that's what you like and we like to please you in all of what we do. Would somebody like to stand and shout unto the Lord with a voice of victory? I'm not going to be a loser. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in. I'm walking in faith. I'm loving my neighbor. I'm loving the lamb slain and the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The greatest life is that life where Christ became the master and everyone that names the name of Jesus and is born of his spirit and lives in his truths, they become the greatest light that is possible with humanity. A place where we absorb strength, his love, his power, his righteousness, his mercy, his joy, his creativity, 
Friend, let me tell you, there is no creative genius any greater than the man that's up against it, the man that's going through hell, the man that's maybe sinned and come short of the glory of God, maybe the lady that did not make it to, to do the praying and the fasting and the needs of the word of God and weakness got her and, and led her astray. All of a sudden, the voice of heaven reaches down and says call on me in the day of trouble look up I am looking down and my eyes are looking for your eyes because the eye is the candle of the body and I'm about to take you into a new dimension of rising up out of darkness into marvelous light into marvelous victory I'm here to tell you tonight dance into the king and praise in the name of the king is a whole lot more than just being a church member it is a part of the body of Christ would somebody like to stand up and shout unto him again with a loud voice I love you Jesus I want to be part of everything you want me to be a part of. We have all been placed strategically in life to emanate his strength and power. Obedience is the connection that connects us with the purpose he planned when he breathed into you the breath of life. It is that connection with God that furnishes you with all power in heaven and in earth. Ladies and gentlemen, when you find yourself weak and tired and weary and feel like you can't go any further, just remind yourself that's your flesh talking to you. The king of kings is never going to tell you you can't make it, that you're too far gone. I'm here to tell you that the king of kings, hallelujah, is looking out at this crowd tonight and some of those that could not be here and saying looking unto Jesus the author but not just the beginner I am the end of all things necessary and I've got all power in heaven and in earth and I'm looking for a place to show myself strong and I'm coming your way I'm going to bless you brother I'm going to bless you sister I'm going to bless you you're going to get a healing Motorcycle rider, you got it coming, buddy. I'm here to tell you the glory of the lamb and the glory of the lion is in the house. And I can't wait to dance for him. He said, praise his name in a dance. Does anybody have a dance that would like to just let him parade in this house right now? You don't have to have a good, strong music. Praise his name in the dance. Praise his name with a loud voice. Praise his name with the clapping of hands. We are not going to be shy when it comes to praising our king. He is the Lord of lords. He is the master of the mind. He is glorious in all of his ways. 
That's it. Go ahead. He inhabits the praise. There's a spirit of healing in the house right now. There's a spirit of deliverance in the house right now. There is a spirit of freedom in the house right now. Go ahead. Praise him. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah. The crowd at the football field, the baseball field, and all of that is not going to get my praise like my praise to Him. I will never praise flesh like I praise Him. I will never give testimonies more to the flesh world than I do to the creative genius of God Almighty. When He said, Come out and be you separate, He meant with what you praise things for. We don't praise human humanity. We enjoy some sporting events. But in the past, we didn't even go to any of that because you get caught up in the spirit of it if you're not careful. You get caught up in the spirit of that kind of stuff. And the first thing you know, you're silent at church and you're loud at the stadium or sitting in front of a TV watching it. Ladies and gentlemen, forsake not this assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, is a critical statement from heaven. That didn't come from a local pastor. That came from the king, the one who has the ability to deliver you from every situation, the one that can make every captive free. We're about to free some people in our community. We're about to free some people from their dilemma of religion. They're going to find saviors, the Savior, I mean, and the salvation of the Savior. They're going to find out there is a perfect law of freedom. There is a perfect law of glory. There is a perfect law of victory. There is a perfect law that never fails. I wish some of you men, daddies, would stand up and just shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. These men are character builders. These men are strong. You can lean on them. One way you lean on them Let's see, Brother Tanner. You see, we tend to think more physically, but I want to tell you something. I need you more than you realize. I'm leaning on some of our young men right now. Because we've got a future that's coming on. And I'm probably not going to last to keep preaching like this for more than 20 more years. I know what happens to people that get in their 90s. I'm not giving up yet. 
I'm not giving in yet. There's something burning in me right now that says this church is going to rise up to a greater capacity than it has ever grown up to be. There is going to be a maturation process in this assembly of these young men. Go find a gray-headed man somewhere and tell them, I like you or I love you. You got to love them, so like them. A gray-headed or no hair. That's his grandfather. Well, wait, bring him with you. He don't have, I'm not going to ride you. That's right. That's good enough right there. That's as far as you need to bring him. Ladies and gentlemen, we are trusting one another. That's where we're headed. We have gotten to the place we don't know who to trust anymore with our confidentialities. We don't know who to trust anymore with our worries and fears. I want you young people to be able to look at my wife and look at some of these older ladies. You young ladies ought to be able to go over there and tell them I'm going through this and I'm going through that and know that they're not going to go tell everybody old little so-and-so about I tell you, bless her heart. I, I tell you, I don't know if she's going to make it or not. They're not going to do that to you. You. They're going to take your petitions with them to the altar and say, God, I got some young friends. I've got some young people that are in my life. They're depending on me and I'm depending on you and I need a work of spirit. And then I'm going to turn around and tell you, wonderful young ladies, I'm pretending I'm a young, I mean, an older woman right now. And I'm going to take your hands and I'm going to say, Be strong, be of strong mind, be of a strong confidence. Be strong in your faith and praise the Lord every day and he will deliver you from all those temptations. He will govern your life, sir. He will make you full. He will make you joyful and His your cup will run over with goodness and mercy. I'm here to preach to somebody tonight. You came on the right night and you came at the right time and the glory of the latter house. Catch this now. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than Acts 2. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one mind. They were all in one accord. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound of a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit of the Lord gave them utterance. Acts 1 and 8 says you shall receive that same power that came on the day of Pentecost. You're in line. You're standing and sitting in the right place. Could we worship him by faith? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 6, Acts 2. Now, when this was noised abroad, I can almost hear it right now. 
What are you going to tell your friends tomorrow, tomorrow and this week about this service tonight? Because that's what he's talking about. When it was noised abroad, what was happening in the Holy Ghost arena. We're not going to transfer back to what they're talking about. I don't mean by that you can't tell them if the bears won or the lions. But just don't make it sound greater to you than the Redeemer showing up in the house. He's a jealous God. He said, I'm a jealous God. I will have no gods in front of me. And when you talk more about worldly stuff than you do spiritually stuff, you have found the God of your choice. That's why he said, come out and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean. That doesn't mean you can't watch a ball game. But if you get more involved in competitive sports and all the other things going on out there, and that becomes the conversation more than the conversation about what the Redeemer is doing in your life, how he drug you out of the bitter dregs of sin and put power and holiness and godliness and a love in your heart for the sinners and a love in your heart for your neighbor. I'm here to tell you, ladies, and gentlemen apostolic power is not about going to a church house it's about going to a church house to find the God of the house to find the one who is creating a disturbance in hell and regrouping a people that are going to live forever in the holy city So when this was annoyed abroad and the multitude came together and they were confounded that every man heard them speak in his own language and then out of the confounded spirit they were all amazed and marveled saying one to another. I wish some of you young men that are 16 to 30 would just stand up and shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Yes, Lord! I thank you, Jesus! Hold on, guys. Hold, hold on. I, I, stay standing. I want you to look around. Now, how many of you felt a spiritual surge? Look around. I want you to see the old people, the, the ones that's got gray hair and stuff. Did that affect y'all? When it was noised abroad, they were marveling and saying, we got a new generation coming on. And they love the same God we love. And they care about the same principles we live for. And they love the holiness. And they love the righteousness. And they're not going astray. They're finding the rock of ages. The anchor of the soul. Both steadfast and sure. They're not going to be blown away with all the lies and the hypocrisy. They're going to find a firm foundation. And they're going to shout about it. Because greater is he that is in us and he that is in the world. Thank you.
when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together. The more you talk about it, the more people are going to get hungry to come to this house. The more you're excited about it, the more they're going to be no it's going to be noised abroad, and the multitude's going to come. In the last day, there's going to be a revival. The Bible says in the book of Joel, there is going to be a, a latter rain, the former rain and the latter rain, the first days of the church and the last days of the church are going to merge together. There's going to be a multiplicity of excitement. Don't you give up now. If you were going to give up, you should have given up the day you you got this thing. Because right now, it is the thing that you remember the most about Jesus Christ. When you talked in tongues and you got baptized in a name that's above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Christ is coming back and he's going to take his people with him and we're going to let the redeemed of the Lord say so we're going to say it with a dance we're going to say it with the clapping of our hands we're going to say it with a loud voice I love you Jesus I don't love the world like I love you I enjoy my car I enjoy my house but I love the bloodline I love the authority I love the freedom I love the holiness I love the godliness I love it. It's a great thing. Love gives protection and provision. Don't let the world mess you up. They use the word love instead of lust because they behave a whole lot alike. A man will give up his whole position in a family through lust. But he will also give his life to love. I have watched it by the dozens across our country and across our cities. A man with lust will give up his reputation to become a pervert because lust and love do a lot of whole thing, things alike. The difference in love and lust is simple. Love gives I don't know all y'all's name got a man that's wanting to go to the altar right now you don't get without sacrificing y'all made a sacrifice to come listen to me preach try it we believe in real the difference in lust and love is very minute. The difference is we reach to get. Love your neighbor as yourself is to develop a confidentiality. You wonderful sweethearts, young ladies, God's got his eyes and hands on you. Let him lead and guide you. Give him your life and he will give you his life every day. Young preachers, give him your best and he will give you your be his best. Young hope souls, someday it's going to happen.
she'll find you. <laughs> we both feeling something over here. Ladies and gentlemen, the eyes of the Lord rove to and fro during this service to see who really is so excited about him. And I can assure you that if your heart is reaching out to him within the next few hours, the next few days, you're going to find a special visitation of the Holy Ghost, of the Word of God. You're just going to be listening to the preacher or you're going to be reading the book or you're going to be going through a, pit, a pitfall or a difficulty and all of a sudden a still small voice is going to come to you and says, don't you worry about it, sweetheart. Those little demons that are trying to tell you you're not loved and that you're not beautiful and that you're not great, all of those are demons. The Lord will never tell you that he created you in his image he loves the power that he has to bless you and to keep you holy and to keep you pure he is your God don't ever let the enemy lie to you because if he ever violates if a voice ever violates the word of God you can be sure it's a demon but if it don't uh, if it don't uh, quote the scripture or give you scriptural reference it's not God it's a deceiver and I'm here to tell you tonight that the reality of life is in this house right now the scope of his vision and the, the powers that he has come to manifest to you tonight is one of the greatest events you'll ever have this week I'm here to tell you that in your prayer this week let that prayer meeting linger in his presence they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength if you've been going through a hell and a trial let me tell you look up and then tell him God I'm your child I'm your, your namesake I've been baptized in your name I've been filled with your spirit and I'm going to look unto you until you respond to me and I can tell you that thought patterns will change in your life and the glory cloud will rain the rain of righteousness into your heart and soul and your fruit of the, the word of God will sprout up with the fruit of the spirit and you'll find one of those fruit of the spirit growing in your mind and all of a sudden joy and peace and righteousness will take over and all of a sudden you'll kick the enemy out of your house your mind, your heart and you'll be able to dance and people look at you and say these men are drunk and he said no these men are not drunk with mine as you might suppose seeing it is but the third hour of the day but this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last day saith God I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh and they are going to prophesy and dream dreams and have visions and they're all going to be of God nature. I wish somebody would stand up and praise him. Hallelujah. 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 There's something awesome happening here. I, I want us to take a minute and, and, and you just 
put your whole life in his hands right now all over again. God, I give my mind to you. I give my heart to you. I give my hands to you. I give my thoughts to you. As you surrender yourself to God and as you're seated, I want to remind you that the word of the Lord is a strong tower. I know I quoted it, but you need to hear it over and over again. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and are filled. Now, I want to take you as quickly as I can. It would be weird indeed if life did not change when you change bread lines, thought patterns. You cannot get in the line of deity and not find a daily diet that would satisfy the new life that God has given you. You can't go back and try to take the Holy Ghost back into the world and get from the world what a holy life needs. Holiness is simply where God is alive in your life. The fruit of the Spirit, the works of the Spirit, the glory of the Lord. Our discipline is another thing. Our discipline is where we discipline this flesh or we crucify the flesh. And ladies dress like ladies and men dress like men. And we act like men and we uh, talk like men. And ladies talk like ladies and, talk and behave like ladies. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can't call that holiness. Uh, that is a discipline of the flesh that reflects the holiness or the purity of God and it has to do with holiness but you can dress a certain way and not be holy you can talk or emancipate yourself from certain conversations and still not be holy but holiness develops a lifestyle that identifies with the person that you have been created to be. It ought to be a wonderful thing to be a lady. It, I'm glad I'm not one, but that's because I'm a real man. If I would have been a lady, my mother would have liked it. She grew my hair out until I had curls that long. She wanted me to be a baby girl, but she got used to me being a real boy. Climbing trees, doing weird stuff. So God give her four girls, and buddy, she didn't ask for any more after that. They're all going to try to be here next. When is that? Next week? An awesome family. Be who you are. Don't let the world transform your gender. Ladies, be a lady. Men, be a man. We got any wimps in here? Come on, ladies and gentlemen. It's high time. In the military, they didn't worry you with the, do we have this? They just said, get in line or get in jail. It was that simple. 
But God just calls and says, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden and burdened down with care, I will give you rest and I will give you power and I will give you a youth group. Would the youth group stand up right now? Mothers and dads of the youth group, would you stand up right now? I'm going to tell you something. One of the most wonderful things in the world is for God to bless a church with a young group and a young preachers and men and women that lead in singing. We are thankful this week, this Thanksgiving week. We are joyous in the Lord. We are riotous about the Lord. We are drunk on the Holy Ghost. We are intoxicated with the Word and the Spirit. There's nothing, nothing that rivals the powers and the glory of God. Christ in you is the hope of glory. That is straight out of the book. Glory is when you win. Glory is when you win. And that's why at the Indianapolis 500, they take a final run around the track when they win, and it's called the glory trip. When they win the race. And so all of us, according to Paul, we are now running in the race that is set before you. And God said, I will strengthen you in the day of weakness. I will empower your mind. I will empower your spirit. And you will be able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. You are not only going to finish the race in heaven, but you're going to be given rewards according to your works. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in the right place at the right time with the right God and the right occupation serving Jesus well I can tell I'm not going to be able to finish this so the musicians are coming but I want to remind you that you are saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost don't rely on 10 years ago you talked in tongues let me remind you what talking in tongues is this is old grandfather pastor right now. We just having a little fireside chat. Okay. When you speak in tongues, you speak in a heavenly language. Now I want to tell you, you got to be careful right here. Because if the spirit is not funding it, you can learn to talk in tongues. Okay? I've seen a lot of people go to an altar, go to a prayer room, and talk in tongues, and it never changes their life. Because talking in tongues is an intercessory means of your soul going directly to the Redeemer. And when you speak in tongues, the book says, Howbeit in the Spirit we speak mysteries. For the Spirit in you goes directly to the Spirit that created you. And then all of a sudden, though your sins be as scarlet, 
Don't care how many sins you ever committed. Turn it over to Jesus in a prayer room. And he said, when you give me all of your worries and all of your fears and all of your shortcomings, don't ever doubt. Confess your faults to him. Don't confess them to the world. They'll tell everybody. Just confess them to him. And he will take them and put them under the blood. And he will bury them as far as the east is from the west and as deep is all the way to hell. Don't you, if you have to confess 10 times a day, do it. Get rid of anything. When he says, forgive your enemies, what that does is you get rid of the poison of the enemy putting something in you that made you want to kick the fire out of them. Put it under the blood. Forgive them before they ask. Guess what? You're free. anybody because God said I will avenge you of your adversary and he will first of all call your enemy to the altar but if they renege and won't do it he will then put pressure on them and send them further into hell that's why you don't want to be the adversary because he said then I will give them a mind that is not stable. He doesn't use those words. I could preach a while. I love you so much. I care about what's happening to our city, what's happening to our families. And you're going to be a catalyst in your family. Don't you ever give up because it takes days. Don't you ever give up because it takes months. I've been here 40 years and I'm not about to give up on some of these people in our city. They deserve to see a church that's anchored on the rock of ages. They deserve to see a church that is unified and doesn't come against each other. They deserve to see a light that is pure and holy and godly and fears no evil. I'm here to tell you that God's got His hand on the assembly that is gathering here and putting His money to work. Could we stand? And if you're close to somebody, first of all, I want us to pray one for another. Because the Bible said, love your neighbor. And I want you to pray the blessings of God upon your sister, your brother, your wife, or your husband. Pray ye one for another. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick or the weak. That word sick has to do with a whole lot of stuff. It's not necessarily cancer, not necessarily a cold. That has feeble associated with it sing it there's a spirit of healing if there's anybody here that needs the Holy Ghost or just would like to pray back through 
The Bible said you're saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. It's been a while since you talked in tongues. I encourage you. Don't put it off another night. There may be just some of you that want to come pray for your neighbor. You'd like to put their name on the altar. You'd like to put their name on the altar. Oh
memorize Acts 1 and 8. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That power is to be able to go when you don't feel like it. That power comes from a world that you can't create. It comes from all power in heaven and in earth. The strength of that spirit grows corn, apples, bananas, etc. That same spirit grows the fruit of the spirit in your life and the giftings of the spirit. And some of you are in line for that. Don't push it off. Don't try to force it. But all power in heaven and earth belong to the name of Jesus. That's why everything is done in Jesus' name. We baptize in Jesus' name. We pray over the sick in Jesus' name. We understand that Father was just the Spirit that sourced a body. We understand that the Holy Ghost is the Spirit that was tried through a body that became sin, who knew no sin. That was Jesus Christ. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow because that body experienced every temptation you'll ever experience. And so when you call on the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus cleanses you from the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. That's the most wonderful realization that you could have about your experience with being baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, and walking in the Word. Would you smile at somebody like you like them or something? And let's go in the name of Jesus. Looking forward to another time when we get back together and share heartbeats. I love you because I got to love you, but I like you.